Hello, and welcome to the Girl I Slept in My Makeup podcast by three sisters who live in three different cities, are at three different life stages, and have three different perspectives. They are excited to learn and grow alongside of you. This is a space full of love and acceptance, no judgment, because let's face it, we all sleep in our makeup. Please welcome Lauren, Megan, and Kristen. Have you guys ever thought about starting your own podcast? Just so you know, we use Zencaster to do ours. It is an all-in-one web-based solution, which makes the process super quick and painless, and it really is easy. And if you know us, you know that we are obsessed with quality, and we feel like Zencaster is super easy. And even for our guests that aren't tech savvy, there's nothing to download. They literally just click on a link, and we start recording. And if you go to Zencaster, dot com backslash pricing, which is Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R dot com backslash pricing and use our code girl. I slept in my makeup one. You'll get 30% off your first three months of Zencaster professional. We want you to have the same experience that we have had for all of our podcasting and content needs. So it's time to share your story. Hey, Lulu. Hey, how How are are you? (laughs) I'm good. good. Jinx. <laughs> Jinx. Did y'all have a good weekend after the crazy ice storm week that we all had in Texas? Yes, I was. Today especially was amazing. Today's Sunday. It was like 67 degrees and sunny, like literally my most favorite type of weather. So mm-hmm. we spent like after church, we just spent a lot of time outside and it was, I felt it was actually kind of funny. Like the entire neighborhood was outside. (laughs) Like everybody was so happy that the sun was out after like a week of ice. (laughs) Yes. It was similar here we didn't get it quite as bad as y'all, but I took Freddie on a long walk today after church and there was abnormally large amount of people outdoors. It was but it was beautiful here too. It was like 70 and yeah. sunny, but it, it was a little windy here, but not too. Yeah. Windy. There was a little wind like towards later in the day, but I was laughing and like kind of loving it. Like everybody had smiles on their face. And I mean, <laughs> I guess people usually have smiles on, on their face when they're walking. I don't know, but it just felt like more than normal. And like, Hey, you know, like very friendly. And I was just like, oh my gosh, it's so funny how much the weather can affect our moods. I mean, it affects mine for sure. So I get it. Yeah. No, it it is. It's like we don't realize it until stuff like that happens. I mean, I guess COVID was a prime example, but yeah, even just a week a week being cooped up out out of schedule, you know, a lot of people were without internet and electricity and yeah down in Austin um so if you were affected by it we hope everybody has electricity and is safe and I know there was a lot of damage to trees in Austin so we are thinking about you and hope hoping that the damage isn't too bad and it's replaceable I know it's really sad. Dad was telling me he lost, he has so many amazing trees at the house we grew up in and losing. Um, hopefully he doesn't lose them, but it's, yeah, it's a big mess. So hopefully it's not too much on people. It looks like a lot. 
Yeah. I know a couple of friends of mine that live down there. They've tried to do a bunch themselves, but like one of yeah. my best friends lives on two acres and they have a ton of oak trees. And so she's getting bids to get somebody just to help finish the job. And it's, the bids are like thousands of dollars. So oh my gosh, oh, I know, I know so hard, but I was going to say Kristen's not here. She, I think, ten, you know, we talked about how she's been in Dallas. She was in Dallas for almost a month for Martini and they drove back to Nashville for her dog, Martini. She's getting treatments here in case you live. Missed the last episode. Her dog, Martini, has cancer and they're doing radiation and chemo at a Fort Worth vet. It's kind of crazy how it all came together. And anyways, she's going back and forth for the next... She was just here for like two days. So she's probably pretty exhausted from traveling back and forth. So this, our little Martini is very loved... It's it's working, so keep the prayers coming for Kristen's sweet little dog. Martini's lucky to have KK and Michael as <laughs> their parents. Owners. I know. Very, very lucky. She's like a part of the family. She's been since Kristen was 19, so it's pretty crazy. They've grown up together. <laughs> I know. So sweet. But it's been fun because I've had got to have Kristen here. And, you know, I was used to mom kind of being in my life every week. So it's kind of felt similar. Like she took the girls to lunch. She's been like cooking us dinner. It's so sweet. I feel like taken care of too. And hopefully she feels taken care of somewhat staying here. Um, So yeah, it's been, it's been fun. That's so cool. I love it for y'all. Wish I was there. (laughs) I know. Me too. I always give you a hard time. I'm like, well, you could be. You could be here, but y'all chose love it. I know. Well, I'm going to try to get y'all to come here because I, <laughs> pref- I prefer the slower paced life. <laughs> I know. I don't know if I've ever said it on here, but mom always would say to me that you were going to end up in Lubbock. And I was like, always like, I don't even see how that's a possibility. Like how yeah. can they go from like being all over the world you know, being in Lubbock. Like I just couldn't fathom it. And it just shows like how we don't see the whole story, you know, like only God yes. does. I felt like mom kind of would see more of the story than we could of our own lives, like being our mom, you know? So. Yeah. And I think in general, she was, seemed to be more of the visionary type, you know? Yeah. Like she just, I don't know, just had some visionary sense to her. <laughs> I know. Well, we had, um, we celebrated not only our grandma's birthday, our mom's mom, she turned 92. She's still Mm -hmm. with us. She's amazing. And then um, our mom's birthday was February 3rd. So we have a lot of birthdays back to back. We had Kristen's, mine, and then Grand's, and then mom's. So Lauren wrote like the sweetest, you know, note on our Instagram, if you haven't checked that out on our mom's birthday. So it was Aww. funny how many people actually messaged me that I look like mom in that picture I posted. Aww. I know. Yeah. I feel like I was never told I looked like mom. So I thought that was really sweet to hear. <laughs> yeah. No, I see you and mom or mom and you. <laughs> yeah. A lot. It, But that picture specifically that we posted, I feel like as soon as I, as soon as you sent it to Kristen and I, the first thought that went through my head was like, whoa, even Brian, like I just saw all four of us 
it's just weird how I know. We, we all have a piece of her. So, I mean, I guess it's not weird. Like she's our mom, but you yeah. know, <laughs> I know it is. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, I don't know. You don't always like think about those things, but when you lose someone, yeah. I don't know. Grief like brings up different things, but staring at her and like look thinking about that is mm-hmm. like fun <laughs> in a way. I don't know. Yeah. I think everybody's like, I wonder if everybody's like that. Cause I feel like sometimes, well, I know even Kristen shared that she couldn't look at pictures or videos of mom for a really long time. Yeah. But since day one for me, I just found it super comforting and yeah, I don't know, it felt, it felt good. So yeah, for sure. I guess it's different for everyone. Well, and I was going to mention, cause somebody, you know, mentioned to me, like, you know, I'm very emotional with my grief and I just wanted to throw it out there too, that, well, you know, grief is a journey. And I think a big part since mom passed is we wanted to kind of like, I don't know, it's therapeutic for us to talk about it, but it's also, uh, it just is, wasn't talked about. Like when, like, I don't remember ever talking about grief when I was younger. So kind of normalizing the conversation and understanding everybody goes through it differently. But that even though I have really dark days, like I'm very, I'm a fighter and like, I get through that through Jesus with Jesus, you know? So I Mm -hmm. hope Whatever I share, you know, on social media or on here, like, I don't want people to worry about me on any level. Uh, you know, I don't know. It just might be a silly thing to yeah. say, but, you know, I mean, you can worry about me to the point where, like, you can check on me. But I just wanted to mention that even if my emotions might seem, like, very deep or dark when I talk about them, I don't see them that way. But if somebody does, I just wanted to mention that, like, I come out of that, too, which is... Yeah. Well, and I think too, we kind of made the decision after mom died to when we came back on the podcast, we made the decision to be pretty raw and open in the middle of it, you know, and, and this was our first rodeo as far as losing somebody this, like this deep of a loss. We've certainly all had losses previous, but so I think there's that, like we were we were and still are just living live, you know, with our listeners yeah. as far as sharing our grief. And we're certainly no experts. We can look back and kind of, I don't know, just recognize things and acknowledge things. But I hear what you're saying too, Megan. It's like, because we all grieve different, I think sometimes who knows how people take it, but um, the comment like whenever you post something and I know what you're talking about. So, <laughs> but I'm like, yeah. yeah, I think, I think what you said is good. It's like, just know that it's just processing. And I admire you being able to even put your grief into words. Like, I think that's powerful in itself. Yeah. And then to, to share those, I know that some people might not resonate with it, but I think a lot of people also will. And you have a big heart and a sensitive soul. And I think that, I don't know, when I read what you posted on social media, I think just because I know you so well and we talk often, I didn't see it as like darkness. I just saw it as you simply being super vulnerable and sharing kind of your process and how Jesus is a huge part of your grief. 
and sharing that in hopes that other people grieving can kind of possibly relate or at least at the very least know they're not alone. Yeah, exactly. You've, yeah. You're so, you're so great with words. Uh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, so you kind of said about the Lubbock, how we ended up in Lubbock after living all across the world. Yeah. And how God, there's always a big picture, God's big picture. Yes. And we, sometimes that just looks totally impossible, you know? And so it kind of reminded me of today's uh, church sermon that I went to. And it was a series called Living In and Leaving a Legacy of Faith. And how faith is our greatest asset in our life and our faith is an asset for others. And it told the story of Joseph in the old Testament. And it was just overall just a beautiful reminder that we are all a product of someone's legacy of faith. And, um, Yeah, it was just a great reminder of that God, he does know the full story. And Joseph and Megan, I might let you share. You probably know, um, those that know me know that I don't retain things. (laughs) So I do know the story of Joseph, but Megan will probably be able to say it better. But he was, um, through all the trials that he went through, he never saw it as he never turned his head from God and he never viewed it as like, poor me, why is this happening to me? But instead he just chose to believe and have the faith that this was somehow all part of God's plan. And this went on for years. You know, he was sold as a slave in his teens and it wasn't until his thirties that he became a leader, like second in command of Egypt. And So he lived all those years where he went through so much, you know, his own blood and brothers sold him to slavery and betrayed him. And then he was um, like falsely accused and put in prison and all these things were happening, but he never lost faith. Right. And uh, one thing that the preacher said is like Joseph, let's all follow our faith and not our emotions. And he mentioned that throughout the story in the Bible, there was a lot of emotions mm-hmm. yet, yet Joseph, while he felt those emotions, he still chose faith and let the faith play a bigger role. And I just thought that it's just a beautiful reminder of, I, I know I like feel like I beat this. What is that saying? Beat this with a dead horse. Wait, <laughs> I say this beat over it. and over. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just the big picture living that I love to, just try to implement every day. And he ended the sermon with what would it look like for your faith to be the greatest asset in your life and an asset for others. And it's never about us, but it's always about God, you know? So I don't know. I think it's just a good question to pose kind of every morning. Like what is, what is today going to look like in our faith for, I mean, for our faith to be our greatest asset and sharing that with others, you know? Yeah, it's almost just like moment by, by moment in a way. Oh my gosh, Kristen's here. Can you hear me? Kristen? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. 
We no, it's okay. We thought maybe you fell asleep. So we're like, oh, she's so tired from traveling. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, this is just not our normal time of recording. I'm so sorry. Yeah. So, Michael and I decided to do a DIY project and decided to build a fire and decided to do all the things this evening. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I know. It's so funny. I texted Michael. I was oh, like, where's the place? Yeah. Oh God, I'm so embarrassed. I'm here. Funny. All good. Well, I was just, I was just sharing the what I learned in from today's church sermon, and I think I shared it with y'all on Marco Polo a little bit. So, yeah. And well, and I was gonna say that um, I love that story. I remember I first I first really understood it when I did. Angie Smith's Bible study, seamless. But what I like, my main, the biggest thing I loved about Joseph's story is when he met. So his brother, like his fam- brothers, sold him into slavery. So any human reaction when they met again, like 15 years later, would hate them, you know, and like want them to um, die, probably. I don't know how you would feel definitely not forgive them is like our initial reaction. But I just love that story is just huge in the metaphors and how he immediately forgave them. And he saw the big picture that like God had a plan to put him exactly where he was at. And even though, you know, his brothers did this evil thing instead of like, you know, fixating on the evil thing that his brothers did for his whole life. Like he chose faith, like you said, instead of emotion and Mm -hmm. was able to get to the place where he was he was like second in command to the was it the king or i don't remember but um yeah yeah and he was able to yeah save his his family and i don't know it's a lot it's an intricate story so you can go read about joseph and his brothers in the bible but that was like the biggest thing that stuck out to me is like when you can zoom out and focus on god's plan that we're not seeing it how powerful that is to every little situation that you're in, in your life. And it's so hard to remember it day to day. But when, when you do remember like, Oh yeah, God is in control. (laughs) Like, yeah. Well, and those who might not know the story and aren't going to go read it, basically what Megan's referring to is when Joseph was second in command in Egypt and there was a huge, they were out of food and they traveled, his brothers traveled to Egypt to go find food. And Joseph was basically kind of in control, you know, of that being second in command. So they showed up and at first they didn't recognize Joseph and they were standing off to the side and they didn't know Joseph could understand their language because they didn't know it was him. But he heard his brothers over there kind of saying like, what should we do? Da, 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 you know, and so he went to them. And then once he revealed himself, they freaked out, you know, can you imagine? They're like, oh gosh, <laughs> yeah. what? Oh no, we're screwed. Like we, you know, basically thought that we killed, like sold our brother to slavery. And then here he is like, we're done for, you know? Yeah. And instead Joseph was like, no, y'all don't understand. Like I forgave y'all and I forgive you. And like what that truly means. And so yeah, he ended up obviously like taking care of the, him. The best Bible lesson you've ever received, right, Kristen? 
were so funny. I'm just like laughing at us trying to relay this story. I know. Well, and I, I am horrible. Are you laughing at me because of what happened at the airport? No, I'm laughing at like how choppy me and Lauren are like, we're trying to explain this and we just like, oh. what do you mean what happened at the airport? Oh, with that girl? Oh. I just felt that I'm the brothers in this situation. I uh, no, I messed up. No, you don't have to. Not every story is about. I don't. No shaming here. But yeah, let's wait, catch Kristen. Up. What happened in the airport? Catch up. Oh my god, <laughs> I got tested again, y'all, <laughs> and I failed. The enemy's coming after you. Punch <laughs> him in the nose. Oh my god, I just. You know, it's like God keeps like, all right, let's try this lesson again. Bam, you fail again. I don't think it's it's God doing that. I don't know. I'm just kidding. But, you know, it's just one of those times. I was at flying home to Nashville from Dallas. And uh, I was in the security line. And, you know, I have my dog. I have all my stuff. Like, I'm just, like, very frazzled. And these two girls were behind me. And uh, I'm in the security line. And. I finally get my stuff through and they seem very much like annoyed with me from the get go. And um, they cut in front of me uh, before like their stuff hadn't come out yet and mine had, but they like cut in front of me and I was like, oh, okay, well that makes it difficult for me, but all right. And I go and I'm trying to get my stuff and they leave me like zero space to get my stuff. And I'm like, oh, my God, how am I supposed to get this all with the dog and everything? And so I'm like trying to scramble and get out of their way because clearly I'm annoying them. And um, I'm putting my jacket back on and apparently my jacket grazed the back of one of these girls. And she goes, I know your jacket didn't just touch my back. That's what she said, just like that. And I was like whoa (laughs) took me for like I was in shock and I was like oh oh my god I'm so sorry like I I I don't know what's I'm so sorry it touched your back and she was like don't do it again (laughs) and I said okay and then I sat there for a second and I was like these girls cut me and they were made me not be able to get my stuff and now they're yelling at me are you kidding me and I lost it Lauren I lost it no, oh I did. I went crazy. What'd you do? Like, no, I was crazy. I feel like you downplayed it to me then. I didn't think you went crazy. I was like, listen up. How old are you? 12? Grow the F up. No, you and did I not. Yes, I did. And she goes, actually, I'm 25. And I go, your braces tell me different. Oh, and I went crazy. I know that's what I did. Adults, I adults can have braces. <laughs> I know, I know, guys, but I'm telling you, it wasn't my finest moment. Oh, uh, they on your flight by chance? No, thank God. Thank God. Oh my goodness. No. But I was like, oh no. And I got on my flight and then I started to realize, I started feeling really guilty because I was like, clearly she's been through a hard time. She's looking for a fight, you know, because no one behaves like that unless they're like looking for a fight. And I feel mm-hmm. like when they're looking for a fight, they've been through a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then I was oh, like, yeah. she like, kept calm and said, like, you know, I'm so sorry. I'm here for you. Like, I'm praying for you. Like, yeah. clearly she's like, gone I'm so through a lot your life. I'm so sorry that you're having such a hard day. Right? 
I don't think it was a hard day, to be honest. I got the feeling she's been through a lot in her life. Like, not just that day. Like, I think, you know, and I don't know how to explain that any further other than the deep feelings I got about it. But um, Mm -hmm. I feel like I failed again. And... (laughs) We're always, we're always learning. So it's like next time you have, if you have somebody, hopefully you don't have a next time, but if somebody kind of comes at you like that again, it's just like, take a deep breath and release the little demon that comes up in us with anger and just be like, you know what? I'm going to pray for you. (laughs) You know? I know. know. And it's so funny because on the way to the airport, Megan and I had this like deep conversation about like growing up and girls being really mean, you know, when you're young and how it's so terrible as a child because it's so hard as a kid to see past. Like you can't see the whole picture. And even Mm -hmm. as a human being, you can't see the whole picture, but it's even harder as a kid. And I just remember girls being so mean to me when I was younger. And if only I could have thought like, oh, you have no idea what they are going through at home or like what their Mm -hmm. stories or what their life is like. Like, I always thought, oh, it's me. Something's wrong with me, you know? And Megan was saying, telling me a story of like Joe and with a kid going through, you know, Megan, you can probably explain better. But I was like, gosh, you know, as kids, as parents, I think too, I'm not a parent, but like trying to convey that to your kids, how to best do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think it would be, I don't know if you've ever done this, Kristen, but I think it might be therapeutic to like write a letter to your, to that little girl, your younger self, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. I think yeah. that would be really good. It's something you do in therapy is like talking to your child. They call it like your inner child. Yeah. It's super powerful to like work through that because what's weird is like that usually starts a script of your life. Like it starts the thoughts that you tell yourself every single day. And it, you know, especially when it happens when you're little, because you're in this state, your brain, you know, is in a state where you believe most everything everybody tells you. So if it is embedded into your subconscious like that on an emotional level, you've taken that with you like your entire life. And so it's something that, you know, even after we had that conversation, I was like, dang, I really want Kristen to do um, that ART therapy that I did even on that when you were a child, because I think it has led to a lot of the thoughts that you tell yourself every day. I mean, I don't know how it couldn't. It would have with any of us, like if you actually told the situation that happened, you know, girls are mean when you're little, (laughs) they're still mean. They can be mean when you're older, but yeah, just, and I mean, I'm happy to share the example I gave Megan in the car was I'll, I'll never forget it. Like I was, I don't remember exactly what grade I was in. It was either fourth, fifth, sixth grade. And you know, those times in life where you're just like feel in those awkward stages and don't feel pretty. And I'll never forget because a bunch of the, you know, cool girls, I guess you could say, Um, like prank called me and told me I was ugly and I will never forget from that day on it was like I had this um, vendetta to like prove not necessarily well maybe to other people but to myself like no I am pretty and like it it affected me more than I would like to admit and I you know and that's what I'm saying like gosh I wish I would have known then what I know now 
the whole picture, you know, of like, oh, wow, that probably had nothing to do with me, you know? And, but it, it set this thing where it affected me most of my life. And that scares me for my kid. Like, I'm like, I don't want my kids to go like that to happen to my kids. Like, it's, (laughs) I don't know. So, well, I think too, to, well, there's two things that I hear from that is, for me as a parent, it's like the importance of reaffirming where we get our confidence from. And it's my belief for myself and I hope for all of my loved ones, but my child that they just find their greatest confidence in God, you know? And mm-hmm. the other piece of it is what you said, Kristen, is that it's it always speaks to that person and it's it's really not about you. And, um, I think that I don't know how to teach that honestly, but if anybody knows how, let me know. (laughs) But, um, I, I do think that the earlier somebody can grasp those two things, then there it's a lot of power. Don't y'all think? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Super powerful. Mm -hmm. For sure. I'm sorry that that happened in the airport well you know mom used to always say that whether it's god or not that life throws opportunities out to us over and over again until we until we grasp whatever lesson we're supposed to learn <laughs> so yeah and i told me i was like man did i fail because i i'm not gonna lie to you i wanted to drop my stuff and punch her in the face so um <laughs> if that tells y'all anywhere where i'm at <laughs> <laughs> Teas and peas, people for KK. <laughs> What's just peas and peas? Thoughts and prayers. Oh, oh. <laughs> like what? Toilet paper. Uh, oh, oh. Speaking of toilet paper, sorry, we're just all over the place tonight. But on my walk today, I walked past a house that got TP'd really bad and had like whole rolls up in the tree, and it took me back to our childhood. And I was like, cause mom was one of the moms that would drive us at least me. I don't know if she stopped by the time it got to y'all, but, uh, she would take us TPing. And then it reminded me of a meme that I saw recently where it was like, isn't it ironic? Well, I don't remember what it said, but like toilet paper and eggs are what we did in our day. And now those are two like hot commodities cause they're expensive. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so Crazy. tired. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's our bed. It's past our bedtime. Um, oh my gosh. Speaking of toilet paper, Kristen has a hilarious, well, embarrassing story she has to tell us. Oh my us. gosh. It's like, uh, it's so embarrassing, but you know, no shame. So I, I guess I will share because everybody needs to hear it and enjoy it with us. Um, <laughs> Um, you need so as you know, I feel like starting in 2020, virtual, like anything became more popular. Um, and I am licensed in Texas and I am due for CE in Texas. For real estate. So obviously I have to do it for, yeah. for real estate. And obviously I had to do it virtually because I'm in Tennessee. And um, these classes are from 830 to 430. And you're not allowed to get off camera unless you're on a break or during a lunch break. And as y'all know, I have issues with like, I have bladder problems. Like I had to 
go to the bathroom a lot, right? And um, it was not during a break. And I, the night before, I had some food that did not agree with me. And um, I really had to go to the bathroom. And I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And I was like counting the set. You know, when you really have to go and you're like counting the seconds yeah. of like, oh my God, I got to go. So, we weren't anywhere near a break. And so finally I was like, Hey, I messaged the lady. I was like, listen, I'm not leaving, but like I have to go to the restroom. And she's like, that's fine. No worries. And I'm like, great. So I did also, you get tested at the end of this. So I'm like, I didn't want to not hear what the instructor was saying. So in my smart brain, I was like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to turn off my video and I'm not, there's no sound, right? Because I'm muted and I'm going to take my computer with me to the bathroom so I can still listen so I don't fail the test. That's what I had in my mind. So smart plan in my head. So I take the comp- computer and I go to the bathroom. Well, I turned off the video, but somehow while t- turning off the video, I somehow unmuted myself. Without knowing this, I take the computer to the bathroom and I start using the restroom (laughs) and um, I'm unmuted. And I don't know if you've ever been on a Zoom virtual class before, but if you start making noise, you become the front center. Yeah, like highlight highlight your box or whatever. Yes, yes. So my video wasn't on, but my name was front and center. Kristen Kosh, Kristen Kosh, right there. And um, I'm going to the restroom, okay? Not knowing I'm front and center of the entire class, which has over 100 people in it. And um, I'm so paranoid about something like that happening in the middle of me using the restroom after, for some reason, I decide to say, ow. I I can't even tell you why I said that. But I go, ow. And then I was like, whoa, what if I'm not muted? And sure enough, y'all, I wasn't (laughs) muted. And it hits me and my heart drops, my body drops, and I want to fall into the floor. And then I mute myself immediately and I'm like dead. I'm like, no, no, this is my worst nightmare. So I wish I could tell you I was going number one, but I was not. I was going number two. And oh my God. now I have to die. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Kristen was like texting us right after this happened and I were I ended up FaceTiming you and I was like, I feel like I was more embarrassed than you were. I was like, no, (laughs) no. But I was like, well, the good thing is, you know, you know, the people in the class, when I had to turn my video back on, they were like clicking to, to be like, which one is supposed to clash? We got to see the face. I mean, so, um, yeah, that happened to me. And also I just want to mention, um, that my nephew loves the story and told my dad (laughs) And now the whole family knows and everybody thinks I'm crazy. Um, But it did make me feel better because I told a bunch of my girlfriends about this. I was like, oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed. And then they started all telling me their most embarrassing, like, virtual class or meeting situations. And it made me feel a lot better. Um, Although I still feel like mine's, like, the worst. But one of my girlfriends, she was like, if it makes you feel better, I was on a work virtual call with the video on and I decided to change my shirt not knowing the video was on and like mid taking off her shirt like her bra in her bra 
she realizes that she's on camera and like tries to run out of the frame and slams into the wall and then falls to the ground. (laughs) Like all of this is on camera. I think that's worse because she knows those people. Like at least none of the people that you are on the call with, you know, and or probably will never see in your life. So I'd rather that happen than it be with like people that I have to work with every day. Very true, very true. But I mean, I'm not gonna lie. In that moment, y'all, my my, I don't my my throat uh, sunken down into yeah. my stomach. Wow. I feel like I was like blushing for you. I know. Yeah, really? I was like, oh no, <laughs> oh no. I just love that Kai like loves it. And oh my goodness. <laughs> well, it's always I, good to laugh. <laughs> do y'all remember? Do y'all remember yeah. my real estate CE Zoom? crazy story it wasn't about me me, luckily but never forget that story are you kidding me oh my gosh it made me so angry it's funny to think back on how angry I got but so it was 2020 and I also had to do uh CE courses to keep up my real estate license in Texas and so but we were living in Virginia at the time and my son Kai was uh it was homeschool or whatever because of COVID so he was on his lunch break and I also was on our lunch break. So they ask you, like Kristen said, you can turn off your video and mute your thing during lunch break or whatever. So I'm in the kitchen preparing lunch for my son and he's downstairs with me, just whatever waiting. And luckily he, so what grade would he have been in? I think, I can't remember second or third grade at the time. And so he was a little bit oblivious, but all of a sudden I start hearing noises like pornography noises. And I'm like, wait, in my head, I'm just like, wait, what is that? And then it's getting like louder and louder. And I can, and then I, it clicks to look over at my computer and I'm like, Oh my gosh, did my computer get like a virus or something? And so I run over to my computer. Well, no, it's in Kristen, like you're saying. So the only two people's boxes that are highlighted is the professor and one other guy who was like older, like in his, I would say sixties, if I had to guess. And so, and both of their videos are on too. Um, But, but you can't (laughs) see anybody in the screen. And so I realized that that's where it's coming from. And so I was like, I had handed Kaya's food and I was just like, Hey, um, you can take it upstairs and eat it (laughs) or in the basement. I can't remember what I said, but I was basically trying to get him out as fast as possible. And it didn't even in the moment. Cause I remember telling a friend the story and she was like, why didn't you just, um, like turn off the sound, you know, on my computer And I was like, that didn't even cross my mind in the moment because I was just like, what is happening? (laughs) You know? So this went on, I'm not even kidding for minutes, many, many minutes. And so I started messaging the like moderator and was saying, Hey, like, I don't know if I'm the only one that's hearing this, but and told her, and I was like, I really don't appreciate it. I think I was like, my son is home. I'm sure I'm not the only one that has kids home homeschooling. And there is a full on show going on, you know? Um, So anyways, what's funny is the guy who was doing this, 
he was real. He was one of those that was like talked a lot and asked a lot of questions a lot. And when you're in a class of like a hundred people, it's like, okay, come on, dude, like let's move on. But so he was one of those Well, So when he came back from break, so we knew what his screen looked like because he talked so much earlier that day. Well, when he came back after break, he was laying in his bed with like his phone above his face and that like was laying down the rest of the time and like heavy breathing. And I'm not even joking. Yes. It was so horrible. That's really bizarre because usually with your video on, you're still always muted. So that's Mm -hmm. just creepy. Well, I think he left his (laughs) unmuted because I'm not joking when I say he talked so much. Like it was annoying, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's perverted. It sounds like he did it on purpose. Well, so that's why I think I got so angry because I'm like, how could I I almost felt like he did it on purpose? Just the way he act like. Well, let me assure all of the listeners, I did not do that on purpose. No, I wasn't. That was not about you. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm just kidding. (laughs) But but for real though, I do. I would never think that. That's so crazy. Yeah. So if you have any funny, I'm sure there's so many good stories out there. Be careful on Zoom, people. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You never know. Well, I'm. You might have a peer. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, man. Uh, Well, Kristen, I'm glad that you ended up joining us so that you could share a really amazing story. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Well, I guess we're at about that time. So, yes. Close us out. Yeah. Y'all want me to pray, Megan? Sure. Since my brain's not working. I don't think mine is either. I'm like ready for bed. (laughs) But sorry, listeners. We, as Kristen said, are recording at an unusual time for us. Heavenly Father, we love you so much. Thank you for this weekend. Thank you for the sun after the big ice storm in Texas. Um, we just pray for all those affected that, that there's just relief and that the burden isn't too big. And we thank you for your love. We thank you for your just constant companionship and, as we talked about earlier, I just pray that you help us each and every day to remember to come to you and just ask for guidance on how we can um, live by faith and leave a legacy as with faith as well. Um, and yeah, I just, we just love you so much. And I pray that this week for everybody is um, just relaxing and fun and that everybody just feels your love constantly and is just reminded of you just in the little things throughout the day, whether it's nature or through friends and community um, or just spending time with you. I just pray that we all make the time to seek you out and to form a closer relationship to you. Thank you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Sorry. Amen. I'm like, feel like as I'm closing my eyes, I'm falling asleep. <laughs>
I know. Well, let's all get some rest. And we're excited we're going to have a guest soon. Yeah, so. yeah. A, few, a few guests, but so they'll be – Yeah, they'll be sprinkled out. Since we're doing every other week now, it'll be sprinkled yeah. out, but it'll be good. I yeah, love y'all. Have a great week. Have a great week. Bye, too. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to another week of Girl I Slept in My Makeup. If you like us, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want to learn more about us or get in touch with us, go to our website, girlisleptinmymakeup.com, where you'll also find links to our Instagram and Facebook. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And yeah, make it a great week. God bless.